Today's Marab, brought to you by Goddess Dresses, where fashion is king. Don't just put on a dress, put on a goddess dress. Available in regular and plus sizes for men and women everywhere. Very interesting fashion statements. So with that, I'm going to ask you to please keep it together and be present. Welcome to everyone. Whether you're listening with the Crimson Circle or watching this Crimson Circle shout, welcome. We're ready, I think. I'm sure we're ready for Adamas Saint-Germain. And so with that, I invite each of us to really make that commitment for this message by taking the good deep breath. Adamus, time and time again, invites us to take the good deep breath. It's that deep conscious breath that allows us to connect deeply, passionately. The good deep breath that creates the presence, the presence here and now. So take the good deep breath and feel how those energies flow and expand within you. That good deep breath that literally tells your body, we choose life. So breathe and open. And as this breath flows, open to all your senses, human and divine. Allow them to expand beyond, beyond. So take that good deep breath and really feel what matters in life, what means life to you. Take the good deep breath and feel into that as this music plays. Feel the beauty. Breathe and allow.
I am that I am, Adamus of Sovereign Domain. Let's take a good deep breath together as we begin this shout. Good deep breath together. Did you feel something shift in the room? Something shift wherever you happen to be? Going into the shout with the very beautiful, sensual video and music, when you just let all the worries and cares go for a moment, your attention was distracted, focused on the visuals on the screen, bringing up a lot of memories, your love for this planet. The thing that Chambers say they're going to miss the most in this last lifetime, the thing they're going to miss the most. But dear Chambers, just a note, that that very thing that you think you're going to miss the most, uh, beyond your family or loved ones or pets or anything else, nature. There is that nature, that Gaia, in you always. Wherever you go, even into the non-physical realms, you're going to bring that with you. That's the beauty of being an Ascended Master. Once you've been on this planet, once you've felt the vibrations of nature, nature, it, it gives life to life. It, it brings you into expression, even in a very focused, singular way, but it brings you into expression. Nature, you're going to bring it with you wherever you go. Should you just want to take a walk in the woods, even if you're in some far-off galaxy, if you're in the other dimensions, you can always bring that back. That's the beauty of what you've done here, especially in this lifetime, bringing it in, integrating it. Let's take a good deep breath with that. For the shift that occurred as this beautiful music video was playing, the shift that occurred in just allowing for a moment, allowing numerous things, allowing yourself to settle down, to get out of your mind, to stop that incessant thinking, that pounding thinking that you tend to do so often, allowing yourself to be sensual. When the video was playing, it wasn't just the focus, or the sense of focus, the focus on focus. For a moment, you let the other senses start coming in. I've been talking a lot lately about the senses, because that's ultimately what happens with a Master coming out of awakening, coming into embodied enlightenment. You realize it's not about studying ancient texts or scriptures, not about doing disciplines that you may really actually not enjoy doing, but simply opening up to your other senses naturally, easily. I know you're kind of in a state of flux right now. Flux, I said. A state of flux, a state of oh, some confusion, a state of uh, changeover right now. And that's totally natural, totally expected. You're actually doing it much more gracefully than what many of the Ascended Masters had ever done. You're doing it much more in a much more integrated way than 
any of the Ascended Masters sitting at the club would have expected. It's difficult. It's challenging. No doubt about it. It's almost like you're being sucked in by gravity, a gravity that would want to bring you back to the mind, a single sense of focus, a gravity that would suck you back into old ways and then have you keep trying to perfect those old ways of doing things, thinking that's somehow going to lead to your realization. And you're at this point where you're coming back to your senses, while you're still in the physical body, while you're integrating things like nature, while you're integrating the physical experiences into your life. It's truly profound. Uh, there, there are really no wor human words to describe it, but you're going through a transition. And the biggest thing I hear in your nighttime quarrels with me, in your nocturnal arguments with me, the biggest thing I hear, I even in your private moments when you're by yourself, you're asking yourself over and over again, what's wrong with me? You get a little headache, what's wrong with me? Your toe hurts, what's wrong with me? Your thoughts are kiltered, what's wrong with me? Uh, there is, uh, you don't have that regular flow and synchronicity in your life. Actually, you don't have the old boredom in your life. What's wrong with me, you ask? And I say to you time and time again, absolutely nothing. You're going through so many changes at one time, deep changes in the body and in the mind. There's nothing wrong. If you could just breathe that in, and allow it. The next time you're going through one of your things, why is everything in my life falling apart? Why does my body hurt? Why, why do I feel so uh, discombobulated? Because you're going through the greatest change of any lifetime, of over a thousand lifetimes, of all the stuff you've been through. You're going through the greatest change while you're in this physical body while you're transcending the mind, going into senses. There's nothing wrong. But it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's almost like you want there to be something wrong. Kind of, maybe, a little bit. Well, yeah, in a sick kind of you-need-counseling way. <laughs> What's wrong with me? Do you really want the answer to that? What's wrong with you? Why is my body falling apart? Oh my God, I must have some terrible disease. I'm uh, getting old. I, I can't think anymore. There's nothing wrong. You're going through a transition. It takes its toll on your body. It does. It takes its toll on the thoughts and the mind and everything else. Everything you thought you were, everything you identified with, it takes its toll. But if you can take a deep breath and in the most masterly way, Take a deep breath and, as a master, say, it's all part of this very thing I chose called embodied enlightenment. That's all it is. That's all it is. So next time uh, you get a speeding ticket, you didn't even know you were speeding. Next time uh, you, you, a plate falls out of your hand and falls and breaks. Next time you slip and you hurt your elbow, or whatever it may happen to be. Next time. You have an absolutely sleepless night. Next time 
you get a cold or a flu, next time your partner walks out on you, whatever it happens to be, take a deep breath. There's nothing wrong with you. You're simply coming into your mastery. And the sooner that the human will recognize that, the sooner the human allows the and, oh, and, there's nothing wrong. It's all part of this transformation, expansion, integration, multidimensional awareness, whatever, whatever it happens to be. Next time it happens, take it like a master. Breathe like a master. Be in grace like a master, and just allow it. Uh, the human, yes, probably want to scream out and, uh, oh, but I'm doing everything wrong. Looks like no, your life is being changed, and that's. I've said to you before, what's the worst? The worst possible scenario, nothing changes. The worst scenario is you keep doing what you've been doing for a thousand lifetimes. How many years would that be? A thousand lifetimes. It's a lot of years. A <laughs> hundred thousand years or something like that. If some of you more, some less. But do you really want to keep doing the same thing over and over? Is that actually a bigger question? Is that really safety? Is that really safety? Just keep doing the same thing. Getting up at the same time every day, eating the same meal, uh, having the same talks with the same friends, going to the same jobs and the same human worries. There's a perception that, well, it's safe. I know the devil. Uh, I, I already know the outcome of it, so I'll just stay with it. But it's actually really not safe. It's actually one of the most, you could say, dangerous things you could do to yourself. Get yourself rutted in a deep rut even more. The funny thing is – funny for me, not for you – the funny thing is that when you try to get rutted, when you try to get into your patterns because they're comfortable and you know what to anticipate, there's another part of you called the ass-kicking master, <laughs> AKM, that comes along and sees you in that stinking rut that you've been, the human has been complaining about, and will do things to really move you out. Because the master it doesn't want you to get in a rut. It doesn't want to get in a rut. So the arse-kicking master will come and get you out of it. Let's take a good deep breath with that as we begin with our question of the day, the shout question. Linda, ready on the microphone. Got it. Here we go. What's the ir most irritating thing in your life right now, and why? Lights up, please. Oh, can I answer that? <laughs> yes, actually, I was going to ask you. You're the first one. <laughs> what is the most irritating thing in your life right now, and why? Go ahead, if you wouldn't mind standing up. Um, blotches all over my body. <laughs> blotches. Could we see the blotches on your body? <laughs> no. Yeah, yeah, blotches. Blotches – are they itchy blotches? Yes. Are they purple or green? <laughs> bright pink. Bright pink, but that's not so bad. Then they get green, we got problems. But, uh, but and, and do you say to yourself, what's wrong with me? Yes, I got I do. blotches on my body. And why are the blotches on your body? I have no idea. It's new. Oh. 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 <laughs> okay, that was really close. That was. That was too close. Okay. I mean, if you'd have said something like, I don't know. I feel like it's 
I feel like I'm going through some transformation, yes. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. What are you doing for the blotches? Are you taking uh, blotch no. salt or Nothing. anything like that? Nothing. You're Nothing. just letting the blotches be. Yes. What, what do you think is the, well, the root cause and then more of a physical cause? Well, what's the root cause of it? Uh, root cause. How big are the blotches? Yeah, Jeez. that's blotchy. We're with family. We could talk about these things. We could do show and tell right here. Don't do it. I don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> you want to see mine? <laughs> sure. So what, what root cause? Root cause? Uh, oh, I love this. Little, uh, probably uh, um, bed bugs. Ir irritations. Irritations. What kind of irritations? Um, not like I can see through things. your clothes. I can see the blotches. <laughs> oh my, that's not so bad. Um, I, I believe do, me. Uh, I do believe it's uh, um, uh, little irritations of life. Big irritations of life. Yes, yes. Little and big. Would you put any names on those irritations? <laughs> uh, wondering what's next. Yeah, I mean, w w is there a name associated with the irritation, like a, like? Bob or <laughs> Mary or somebody like that. Anything like that happening? Uh, a little, well, maybe. <laughs> yeah, now that you mention it, you never <laughs> thought of it that way, but yeah. I, and uh, actually, uh, the real reason um, food allergies that you're not really tuned into yet, but uh, there's something really? going on with the whole food digestive process. This um, uh, people in your life are just kind of adding to that, but <laughs> no, it's a food allergy. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, w what, what type of foods do you like? Fruit and vegetables. Ah, shit. Uh, <laughs> it w it w fruit and vegetables. No, and that's really sugar. good. And some sugar. And uh, some sugar <laughs> thrown in. But about natural grains or yeah, that yeah, ice cream? Sometimes. Once in a while. Okay, meat? No. Why? Don't like it. Never Fish? Have. Fish? Have, but don't like it. Lamb? Time. Not at all. You don't like lamb kebabs? <laughs> I like wearing lamb. Wow, wow. <laughs> How about chickens? Chickens. On occasion. On occasion, yeah. Okay, so um, you've got some food allergies going on. Uh, too much acid in the body causing, well, it's not just acid, but food allergies. Switch your food. Switch. Switch. Don't switch from bananas to apples. I'm talking about switching from a fruit, uh, organic, healthy-based diet to really crappy diet, pizza and <laughs> fried chicken. No, uh, uh, switch the food. Okay. Now, now I say that, and at first your stomach is going to rebel because you have it programmed into your mind that certain foods are good, certain foods are bad. Try a little bit. Shrimp. You like shrimp? No. Eat it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good for you. Uh, some, some uh, shrimp. Uh, and Sandra, make a note, shrimp uh, at the next uh, outing here. Yes, and we're going to watch you eat shrimp. Jean, would you make a note? We're going to do a video segment on uh, shrimp eating. A and a little chicken, some little chicken breasts I or something that. like that, you know. Mm -hmm. And just you, you have food allergies that are associated with your beliefs and and as part of this, well, I'm not going to get. I'm not going to do my reveal yet. But this is great. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Thank those uh, those splotchy Splotches. things. Yeah, yeah. We'll and away. and salt baths. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but in the salt bath, run a nice. You have a, a nice bathtub, right? Yes. Run a nice bath and put some um, natural sea salt in it, and then 
Put some of those shrimp in there. Watch them float <laughs> around. They'll, they'll nibble on all those little splotches and they'll eat them away. Yeah, it's great. Oh, shrimp bath. I haven't had one of those in a long time. There are so things I miss about being human. Shrimp bath, just, yeah, protect your private parts. But other than that, the shrimp bath is just great. Good, thank you. But thank food you. allergies oh, is the answer. That's easy. Yeah, that's easy. Yeah. Now, microphone back. Are you really going to do this, or are we just th this like a big April Fool's thing on Uncle Adamus that <laughs> you say you're going to change your diet? Uh, will you really like try to start putting other food groups in there? Sure, I can do that. Yeah, a little lasagna maybe with some good sausage in it, and uh, <laughs> you know, try see see wh what do I say? I start out, I give this profound lecture. We could have ended the shout right here. Say changes in your life, and you're what's wrong with me? You're going through changes. Would you please not get in a rut? Will you okay. try changing the food a little Absolutely. bit? Absolutely, I'll do Just it. a little bit. Okay, yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You like? Uh, uh, well, he's not done with. He's never done. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the never things done. I love. Do you like duck? No. Duck likes you. <laughs> yeah, try it. Try it. Good. Hello, Quack. Peking duck. I, it's been ages. I Quack. wish Calder and Linda would Quack. take me out more often for interesting <laughs> food. Yeah. I'm not the problem. I know you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza and burgers. Yeah, I'm surprised he doesn't have a big splotch all over him. Uh, but thank you. Thank you. Good way to start. Next. Well, inquiring what, minds want to know. Yes. What's the most irritating thing in your life and why? Uh, getting up in the middle of the night to uh, go to the bathroom. <laughs> Isn't that natural? Uh, I do it um, more than natural. More than natural. Yes. Okay, what's going on? Well, um, oh, on. hang on. <laughs> Freeze frame. He just went mental on me. Did you see that? He started to think about what he thinks <clears throat> is the problem with having to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. Now, take a deep breath. What's going on with that? Uh, sexual energy virus, ancestral freedom. Uh, you are so screwed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, irritation of, uh, like, you know, at times down. Where's my buzzer? You're yeah. wrong on all counts. Okay. You're thinking too much. You're, you're, you know, you're doing the what's wrong with me a lot. Uh, what's wrong with me? And it must be this. Forget all of it. We're beyond SES stuff, okay? We're beyond ancestral stuff. You, you, I assume you've seen those, watched them, done them, yes. taught them. Yes. So we're beyond that. Now what's going on? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I, it, it is a, uh, and wait till I do my big reveal, but you have um, sleep sensitivity disorder. And, and it's really not a disorder, it's uh, sleep sensitivity. Uh, you're, you're, you're very, you get very uh, sensitive in your sleep state. You are anyway, but you don't let it out enough, even though some people think you let it out too much. You don't let it out enough. Your real sensitivity, your real awareness. You go into sleep state, you become very sensitive, very, uh, very aware of things. 
you, you, you hold it off for sleeping, but you don't do it for real. So it is so sensual that it wakes you up. You think you're waking up because you've got to go pee, which you probably do, but at that point it doesn't really matter. It's more about your sleep sensitivity, and it's a good thing, David. Uh, it's, a, it's really a good thing, especially when you don't have to be up at a certain time in the morning. Is that and correct? I don't, yes. You could take naps all day long if you want. And I do take a nap usually. Yeah, yeah. And you could uh, get a bedpan or something like that, and <laughs> you, you, know, you wouldn't have to even move out of the comfort of your mattress. Uh, that's kind of gross, yeah, but gross, it's kind of yeah. gross, yeah. But, but it, it's not – and I want to point out to you, all of you, all of you, that the things you think it is are probably not. I would say about, about 87 percent of you have it wrong, have it wrong, and you oh, geez, i got to get up because of my – prostate, and I was like, frickin' prostate, and why do I even have one? And it's like, no, it's not that, David. You have sleep sensitivity. That's it. And you get very aware and expansive in your sleep, and then you wake up because you're so aware. And then it's like, oh, got to trudge off to the bathroom. Take a deep breath. There's nothing wrong with you. Stop working on it like you have been. Stop thinking about it like you have been. It's obsessive almost. Yes. Yeah. Kind of boring. 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 Yeah. yeah. It's a real pisser. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, yeah. That was really good, David. See? That it just kind of comes up. Yeah. I mean, the, the humor. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Next. Thank you. Next. What's the most irritating thing in your life right now? If anybody says Adamus, uh, uh, that's what she was going to say. No, yes. actually, I wasn't. Oh. Yes, most irritating thing. I was trying to find something intellectual, but to be honest with you, when I get in my car and I get frustrated with life, I start screaming. Yeah, yeah. You get frustrated because of driving, or you just use your car as the vehicle, no pun Let intended. people out of my way. Yeah. I mean, is it driving that bothers you? Or are you frustrated with a lot of things in life, but it's not until you get in your car a lethal weapon where you start feeling it's okay to express your anger. No, so if I can express my anger, nobody can hear me because I'm pretty, pretty violent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you wait till you get in the car like that's uh, a place. You're not going to harm anybody right. else. I'm not going to hit anybody. <laughs> oh, no. Right, right. No, <laughs> it's a really good place for your anger to come out is when you're driving down the highway. Uh, so you you let the anger come out, and it's really not the traffic. Why the anger? Why the anger? Why the anger? You're asking a tough question here. No, that's not a tough question. That's so easy. Is. Yeah, yeah. I think because of something I don't want in my life. I don't want to have to express it and feel it, but yet I feel it coming at me a lot. Yeah, yeah. So trying to figure out how to express it without What's your biggest frustration in life? Besides yourself, <coughs> well, that would be obvious. What's that biggest being frustration? Being able to communicate. Bullshit. Clearly. Uh, well, like people. Okay, people. That's people, why you don't communicate. People, my family. Your family and people and husbands <laughs> and more family and friends and everything else. People. Big frustration shuts down it's the communication, more, which is family. one of the main senses. And it's and, and then what do you do? Shut, what, I shut down. Yes. How do you shut down? I just get quiet. And then what I else? I you pull get it quiet, in and then it yeah. boils and it's fumes. What else happens as a result of shutting down from humans who have abused you in your life? What else happens? Take yeah, get to myself. You stop hearing. 
You stop listening. You stop communicating. The sense of communication is so beautiful. It is a sense. It is not just the act of talking or, or listening. It is a sense. And you've done a really good job of shutting it down until you get in your car. Can you hear yourself in the car? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Isn't that amazing how you can even hear you in the car? So let's end that. We'll do a little thing today to Thank end you. that. Okay? No more games. Yes, people are going to hurt you. They are. People are going to make fun of you. They're going to laugh at you. They're going to take everything that you have. They'll try to take your soul if they can, but they can't. Oh, no, they ain't going to take my soul. <laughs> They're going to try. They're going to try. But They're going to try. I think that's why but I they get, can't. I think that's why I protect it. Yeah. I mean, even if you offered it to them, they couldn't. But there is this huge thing. And then you keep wondering, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? It's just people. It's not you. Okay? Thank you. Thank you. A couple more here. It's my favorite part of the whole show. <laughs> yes, dear. Do you mind if you I look as beautiful as ever. Stay seated, please. Yeah. Oh, like that? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh -huh. Do you mind if I sit down? I don't mind. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Could I sit? Could I come and sit by you? <laughs> if, yes, you can. Good. Good. Okay. Thank you. You realize there's cameras everywhere around <laughs> here. <laughs> oh, shoot. We couldn't have a private moment if we tried. <laughs> so, what's the most irritating thing in your life? My back. Your back. My back. Mm -hmm. What's up with that? Well, I broke a vertebrae in it without yeah. even trying. <laughs> yeah. And it's it has healed, but it has left me um, crippled with pain. Yes, yeah, a lot of pain. Uh, not a lot now. Yeah, yeah. So the back. What what would you say the back represents uh, in your life? Strength. And strength is true. And what else? Stability. And what else? Rigidity. Right. I mean, it is strength. The back is strength. Yes. But it's also some rigidity. In other words, things having to be a certain way. Yes. And uh, the back goes out when you carry too many burdens. You're trying to keep the world together, not, not just your loved ones, uh, but you try to keep the world together. And when you're, you're so rigid sometimes, uh, I mean, charming, beautiful, but Sometimes so so rigid, set in your ways. Would you say at all that she's a little stubborn once in a great while? Stubborn, yes. Yeah, stubborn, yes. Now I'm moving away because <laughs> it's getting a little warm over here. But stubborn, rigid, and it's almost like what I said, the, the, your, your master self, that ass-kicking master comes in and says, no more rigidity, no, uh, no more being stubborn. It's time to open up. Uh, you've got a natural sense of creativity, but you even tried to get that very structured. And your, your body is saying, no, no, we can't do that anymore. You're actually fine. Your body is just saying, you've got to let go of that, all that rigidity. Open wide up. Do some crazy things once in a while. You've, uh, you've been overly proper in your life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and let that go. 
there are several of you here in the room like that, but I'm not going to look around. Hadeko. <laughs> uh, um, and I know there's, there's a tendency to think, oh, my back is gone, it's never going to heal. And the doctors have told me, you know, all these conditions and, you know, it's, it's, it's long gone. It's not at all. There's a thing called the light body, and it's done through allowing. But you and I need to have a little talk about allowing sometime. You come to the um, Simple Master this summer here. I, you even try to control allowing, and that doesn't work. Allowing is just allowing. So anyway, take a good deep breath. Get that back, back uh, together. So you're not in pain, you're not like having difficulty walking, because you love walking, you love your freedom, and this has certainly limited it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Thank you. You bet. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Good. More? Okay, yeah, let's do two more. Okay. <laughs> What's the most irritating <laughs> thing in your so life? Predictable, I other so than when predictable, I think. So predictable. When somebody hands you the <laughs> microphone. So, sh yeah, like yeah. she did, you know, I have a bad back. Yeah. So what? Most irritating <laughs> thing in your life. <laughs> um, right now, it's this periodic uh, health problem yeah. with lungs. Right, right. Which caused the back to go out. Right. Wow. And um, backbones connected to the <laughs> okay, <laughs> so it feels very it's like somebody tapping me on the shoulder, yeah, waking up. Um, uh, what's it all about? Well, it's about not living life, I think that uh -huh. uh, breathing is really being in the moment, yeah. being uh, there. So, what happens? When you are uh, a very <coughs> sensitive man, and, and you're, uh, you're, uh, you have a, uh, a desire for life, uh, a zest for life, but you've been very uh, unstructured in mm -hmm. because of expectations and all the rest of that, what happens when part of you just so wants that freedom, that freedom, and the expression, but part of you is holding it back and. Uh, staying in structure, in pattern, well, uh, you're going to have some issues. Things that don't want to come out. Yes. Things and how do you stuck. try to get them out? Well, how apparently coughing out. Coughing, coughing, coughing. Mm -hmm. You try to get them out. That eventually throws you back out because you're putting tremendous strain on it every time you cough. But I it's simply a matter of allowing that sensual, creative part of you to just go gangbusters. Uh, do something half crazy or fully crazy. Get mm -hmm. a bunch of spray paint and go around the inside of your house. All right, somebody else's house. I'll do the garage, maybe. I, I say that in a joking <coughs> way, but not at all. What's more important? Letting that... You have such a natural sense of creativity, lifetimes of truly guiding creative uh, efforts uh, and being creative yourself. And then you get, you get it so locked in now, and that coughing is trying to get it out, get it to come through. It's affecting your back. Pretty soon it's going to start affecting your shoulders. After that, it's, it's done that already. And then headaches and everything else. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And I come back to the point that I opened with. You're wondering, all of you, what's wrong with you? There's really nothing. There's there's some 
what you would call surface symptoms that are occurring. And if you just stop getting so mental, thinking you stop doing self-diagnosis, you know, like like a doctor or a psychologist, uh, and just feel into it. Uh, and I'll come to my my reveal in just a moment. But <laughs> uh, the back, the cough, everything else. Be creative. Hell, you're kind of French. Uh, that, I mean, that I you would have. I the still have the passport. You still Last have the passport. Learned, so, so you you've been uh, you you've been. Statist, uh, United Statist, uh, for a little, and it's got squeeze some of that out of you. But just be creative again, mm. really. Good. Calder's <laughs> telling me to shut up, but I'm having fun. <laughs> good, good. Thank you. Thank One you. more. <laughs> One more. What's the most irritating thing in your life right now, Linda? Most irritating thing. Okay, I'm going to go for it here. Please. Dry vagina. <laughs> dry vagina. Oh! <laughs> I thought you I said, said what? drive to China. I thought you said drive to China. <laughs> and I was going to be okay. I was like, yeah, yeah, you can't drive to China. Oh, oh no. Let's I mean, deal with the driving to China, though. You know, <laughs> post-menopause, you know, the goal why? Parts, why, why, why? Head south. Yeah. Why? Yeah. yeah. Why? Why do you have this condition? Every woman my age has this condition. Bull. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. Yes. Do you want it? No. <laughs> why do you think, other than every other woman having and all the rest of that, what do you think is going on with that? Well, I think there's a design flaw in menopause. No, there is. There is not. Uh, and quite frankly. Oh, I, I have to wait till my reveal to really get, not to get into it, but to discuss it more in <laughs> detail. But there is, okay, there is sexual abuse. Most everybody's had it to degree, some more than others. There is the shutdown of the sensuality of sex. There is the, I'm too old for sex. It was never fun anyway. Never had the right partner. Had more fun by myself, but doing it by myself, that God doesn't like that, and all these other things. What do you think is going to happen? I mean, do you think it's going to be a rainstorm down there? No, it's going <laughs> to dry up. And, and it's like, it's not needed anymore. It's not useful anymore. So it's just, okay, I'm going away. And it, that's, it's time to return to sexuality. But you're going to have a really hard time with that. Sexuality, returning to sexuality, to, to be. Yeah, it's a return, yeah, yeah. Of course, that Kaldra would not teach, but. Alam would love to teach it <laughs> in his new creative French approach. Yes, the return to sexuality. So, no, it's the shutdown of the sensual being. Why? Why? Because women my age are not desirable. Bull. That's not true at all. Some of my greatest love experiences, and Calder gets so embarrassed when I talk. <laughs> My greatest love were what I would call the mature women. The young women, they don't know what they're doing. They scream a lot. They talk too much. And, and then they, it was no fun. And it's over right away. And they're like, oh, Adamus, oh, you've worn me out. And it's like so the more mature woman, it's like, baby, baby, let us spend another night together. No, sensuality in men and women increases with age. It should increase with age. You become more sensual, more experienced, more free with your body, 
less inhibited about what people think. At a certain point, you just don't give a damn anymore. And it's like, just go for it. Whether it's with yourself, a partner, many partners, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. But there's no reason for it. Sensuality increases with wisdom. Watch what happens later today. Sensuality. <laughs> Sensuality <laughs> increases with wisdom. Now, take a deep breath, have a drink of water, and bring it back, baby. It's a new T-shirt for Sarge. Bring it back, baby. We'll bring know it back, what baby. we'll know what the T-shirt means. Okay, thank you. Thank you for your your candor. I open with the question: What's the most irritating thing right now? in your life? And we had a lot of really good answers. Thank you. And basically, it's everything. <laughs> What's happening right now in your life is that you are becoming a sensual being, multi-senses, no longer just in focus. This has been a theme of mine for quite a while now. Let's get out of singular focus. Focus is a sense. It is an angelic sense. Actually, in the other realms, other than those who have been here on Earth, they don't, they're not really good at focus up in the angelic realms. They kind of what you would call bounce off the walls. You, you get really annoyed being around a bunch of airy-fairy angelic beings who have never been on Earth. Like, what? Try to get grounded. Come on. Could you just kind of stay on one subject at one time? And they're kind of wispy, and they're kind of like, uh, you know, one thing or another. You've known some people like that, but it's worse. It's worse in the other realms. You've gotten good at focus, but we're going beyond that now. So what's happening is that you've become very sensitive. And it's kind of an awkward time right now, because you're opening other senses. I've talked recently in Kihok or in Master's Life 4 about the sense of unity, for instance. It is a sense, meaning that you're able to perceive particles of energy, which are not physical particles, particles, but you're able to perceive particles of energy in unity rather than all these little, I guess you'd call them dots. You're able to perceive a chair. That's amazing. That is a sense. Instead of seeing uh, millions of little dots of energy, you develop the ability through the sense of unity to bring it together. It's a very playful sense. You can start. Uh, you don't have to just see a chair anymore, either. You, your unity sense allows you to see a chair in this dimension, but that same unity sense allows you to see the tree that it came from, and to feel the tree that it came from, to see and to feel an entity that's sitting there right now – if you get out of my chair, I'll introduce him in just a moment – that's the sense of unity. You're opening up a lot of senses, and it's a very awkward time. It's like going through uh, puberty uh, on your way to mastery. This is like uh, spiritual puberty. <laughs> At the same time, you become very sensitized, uh, sensitive to so many different things on Earth. And it's a very irritating and annoying time <laughs> to, uh, to be. But, and I wanted to point out, 
you're going to do things like get rashes and have dry whatevers, and you're going to go through uh, all sorts of coughing and aching and all these other problems because you become very sensitive. Let, let's talk about some of these. Foods, and I'm going to talk about the, what you call the annoying side, but also the blessing side that you're going to be coming to. I think we should have a board or something here to write on. Ah, ask and ye shall receive. It comes to you, right? It's right there. We don't have our little magic board today, but we do have my favorite, the good old-fashioned Moses tablet kind of board. Yep. Okay, so um, food. Food. You mentioned food before. You're becoming more sensitive to it. It's going to affect your body. Certain foods that you think are good for you, get over it, because your body has changed. Your chemistry, your pH, your, uh, your, the, the internal balances of what you call light and dark energies are all changing. There are certain foods that are going to trigger you right now, even if you think they're healthy. Every food is healthy. Every food. Worms are healthy. I like worms. Yeah, little gummy worms. Uh, they're really <laughs> well, It doesn't matter. Every food is healthy for you, but it's up to you to sense into it. Some are going to affect you, even if you think, oh, I'm eating good today. I'm having you know, yogurt and, and bananas. Uh, maybe not. Maybe not. It could be triggering some old beliefs that need to go now. Okay, so food. Write that on the board. On the other hand, food is going to taste like never before. It's gonna, you're going you're to taste the deep richness in food like never before, even in oatmeal. One of my favorites, Linda winces when I say that, even in oatmeal, there's such richness, such flavor when you open your senses. So a food allergy. Uh, not an allergy, a sensitivity to food. Get over anything that you've thought. Uh, that's, a, that's almost a, a, a command to Sir. go forward. Get over your old food stuff. Sir, is there a theme for this? Theme? What do we think? We're in focus here? <laughs> sensitivity. Sensitivity. What about noise? Oh, yeah. Yeah, noise. I mean, suddenly irritating. And you think... Uh, Oh, I must be getting like one of those old people. You know, get out of my yard, you little bastards! You know. <gasps> uh, that noise, I can't stand. Turn down your stereo. You're getting very sensitive to any kind of sound, a and it can be annoying. Pr certain frequencies for some of you just awful to deal with. Loud sounds. How about this? I'm going to implant it in all of you. Dripping of water late at night from the faucet, and you can't fix it. Drip, drip, drip. It's like, oh, and it's like, then you use your mind to overcome it. I won't think about that drip. You just got drips, because it's going to be worse than ever. And those annoying sounds of, uh, <laughs> Calder has a phobia about people making noise when they eat. <laughs> And now, you know, you maybe think he's a balanced person, but when revealed, turns out he's a little 
wacky about food noises. So please, please, all of you, when you're with Caldra, you're, you're sharing a dinner table. Don't eat. <laughs> Don't eat. It's a, poor Linda has had to deal with this for years. He can hear her eating a pretzel a mile away. And poor dear, she can't even eat around the house anymore. No wonder she's so skinny. I mean, she, she can't eat. She has to eat when he leaves the house. She sees him driving down the driveway. Oh, good, now I'll have a bowl of cereal. He turns around, comes back. Stop eating so loud. He's not exaggerating much. Noise. Now, on the other side of that is the beauty of sound, like you've never heard before. In music, in nature, a bird singing early in the morning, uh, it just so rich and sensual. You're kind of like in between. You're, you're, you're going from really kind of a gray, boring senses into all senses, but you're going to experience some of these discomforts, annoyances with some of the senses. What are some of the other ones we can talk about? How about uh, negative thoughts? Negative thoughts. Uh, sensitivity to negative thoughts, your own to start with. You're probably becoming more aware. Oh my God, my head is filled with so many negative thoughts. I must be a bad person. No, you're just aware. Everybody's got them, and most of them aren't yours. We've talked about it. I don't want to have to go into it again. But you become so sensitive to negative thoughts, the stuff that's coming in from other people. It's, almost, it's grueling. Uh, worse when you take them on as your own, but it's grueling, those negative thoughts. I, I, I'm going to make a movie with Michael Conte someday about the, the inner recesses of your mind, what goes on in there, and how just these you know, thoughts are kind of coming through. They're not even yours necessarily, but you got to go battle them and fight them. And you're not going to win. There's no winning. You just let them go. But you're in there grinding away with all these thoughts. Got to control my thoughts. I have to manage my thoughts. I have to think good thoughts because I'm a spiritual person. I'm on my way to enlightenment. Why am I thinking about taking a trash can and throwing it in my neighbor's yard? What's wrong with me? There's something wrong. I still I have to go back and listen to ancestral freedom because I must have not gotten it. It's your freaking neighbor's thoughts about their own garbage. It wasn't yours to begin with. So you're becoming so aware, uh, and particularly with what you would call negative thoughts. Dance with them. Have fun with them. Roll around in your neighbor's garbage in your thoughts. Uh, embrace it. You'll find that actually it really wasn't a negative thought. There was more to it than uh, taking a trash can, dumping it in your neighbor's yard. It's actually sensual. It's actually something to behold, and there's more to it than what the surface, what you were thinking on the surface. There's, there really wasn't negative thoughts. Get sexy with negative thoughts, really. No, get, allow yourself to get into them. You've been so afraid of them. Got to stay away. Oh, negative thoughts coming through. I'm going to kill somebody. Stop it. Go central on it. Feel into it. If it comes along and you're, oh, the dark side is Lucifer, they're going to captivate me. No, they're not. You're becoming central. And in that sensuality, 
you peel away the facade of what you would call a negative or bad thought. You peel it away, and suddenly you see everything, everything is rich and sensual. There is no negative or positive to it. It is just a sensitivity coming through with you. And then you're not going to be afraid of it anymore. You're not going to try to fight it. You're not going to try to overcome negativity. You're becoming more sensitive. What else do we want to put on the list? There's an obvious one. People. Crowds. Crowds. Let's, uh, let's people. We can break that into two brackets, but crowds. Which do you want? Crowds. You're becoming so sensitive to crowds and people, and you say to yourself, oh, I'm, I'm a loner. No, you're not. You're just sensitive, and crowds have a huge, a huge feeling to them. What do you do? Well, you could take a walk in nature or feel into it. Now, it's a little overwhelming at first because there's a lot of energy in that, but feel into that crowd. Feel into how disgusting maybe it is, how beautiful it can be. Feel into the unity of that crowd uh, of people. Feel into the very sheep-like quality of it, and without making judgments, but feel into those people. It's going to be harder and harder for a while to be around crowds. And you used to, a lot of you used to be kind of, I would call, social people. And then somewhere along the line with your sensitivity, you get, you got de-socialized. Uh, so just feel into them. The beauty in crowds or, or even individual people, the beauty is you're looking, you're feeling, you're going to be aware into their into their hearts, into their hearts. There's not going to be that uh, separation, that big wall between you and them anymore. You're not going to have to wonder about what they're thinking or feeling. Now, I'm not talking about being psychic and reading their mind. You're going to be able to feel that person, their life, their journey, even if they're still asleep, their beauty that they have, even the most despicable humans have such a beauty to them. They're on a journey. They're different than you. You might find it difficult to be around them for a long time, but you start recognizing the soul-to-soul connection, realization, not the old namaste kind of uh, surface makyo kind of stuff, but the real person and soul behind that face and that body. You're becoming more sensitive. Yes, dear. Are you saying us that we'll somehow be able to tolerate despicable, insensitive people? Absolutely. Wow. Because well, here's why. Because, because you've been a despicable person. Bada boom. Bada boom is right. No, you'll have such um, you'll have such an empathy and a compassion without feeling sorry for them. Oh without feeling the need to start preaching and waking them up and all the rest of that, your new sensual, your new sensitivity will allow you to simply be in their presence, get their whole, what you call story, mm. but uh, not a linear story, their whole beingness like that. Not as judgments, but as awareness. You'll understand at such a level that um, you won't, you won't feel sorry for 
the person sleeping on the streets at night. You'll, you'll honor them. You'll have such an appreciation of anyone with any physical handicap. You'll stop feeling painful around them, if you know what I mean. Stop feeling embarrassed or guilty around them. You will honor them in such a deep way. That's the sensitivity. But you're at that in-between, being like, I can't stand crowds. I don't like people. I'm a loner. And suddenly having – being the great empathetic being that you are. What else? What else goes on the list? Yes? Smells. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Smells. Anybody here have a sensitivity to odors? Yeah. You should all be raising your hand. Suddenly and – if, and if you don't, it opens up pretty quick. And suddenly, suddenly odors, uh, the, the foul, garbagey kind of toilet, uh, what do you call it, your um, uh, porta potty uh, kind of odors. Oh, yeah. And that was just the person standing next to you. And <laughs> you, you start smelling energy. And that's kind of actually offensive at first, it's overwhelming. It doesn't actually have to be a physical odor called, uh, caused by uh, anaerobic or aerobic activity. It's simply smelling energy. And oh, is it strong sometimes. The beauty of it is you can smell energy. You, can, you have that appreciation of energy in the air, uh, of energy around people. Suddenly you're actually really not opening up the sense of smell. You're opening up some other senses and you perceive it as a smell, but that's the beauty of it. That's the beauty. Other things, uh, nature uh, can go on the list. Uh, allergies. Uh, suddenly, all your life you have really haven't had any allergies, and suddenly you're sneezing. It's trees, it's pollen, it's dog dander, it's all these stuff, and you're like, what's wrong with me? Oh, suddenly I can't handle anything. I must be getting weak. No, you're getting sensitive. Nature has one of the strongest energies of all. A and when nature is going through its changes, flowers are blooming, trees are uh, – the leaves are coming out. It's very, very strong. Very strong. It causes my eyes to water once in a while. Very strong. And you combine this with the fact that you're getting more sensitive, but you love nature, but you're going to be leaving like you're betraying nature or Gaia or whatever. By the way, Gaia is leaving too, so it doesn't matter. A and that triggers a sensitivity in your being, and suddenly you're sneezing all the time. A and then, what's this? What's wrong with me? I can't appreciate nature. I can't even go outside because I'm sneezing all the time. You're actually integrating nature into your beingness so you could take it with you. And it's overwhelming, overwhelming at times. Now, the we could go on and on with your sensitivities, on and on with all the different uh, sensitivities, whether it's food, whether it's sound, smell, um, any of these things. But the point is I wanted to make here is you're simply becoming more sensual. That's it. And you're right in that in-between zone, and it's very, very, very challenging on your old body and your mind. Your body and mind right now do not understand how to integrate your new sensitivity. 
It's overwhelming their systems. It'll blow. It is so overwhelming energetically that it's going to blow electric sockets. It's going to blow out some of your computer and electronic equipment. Uh, just because, in the analogy, it's also blowing out some of your old body systems. The body and mind don't know how to handle an out or beyond focused sense, sense of unity, the sense of imagination, uh, some of the other senses we've talked about recently and we're going to talk about more. The body and the mind have this great big question mark. What's wrong with me? Why is everything different? Why is everything changing? There's nothing, nothing, nothing wrong. There's nothing wrong. And even though I can hear some of you saying, well, yeah, but Adamus, you don't understand. Let me give you the story, because I do understand. And any of you thinking that your problem is more special or it can't be overcome or anything, you're wrong. You're simply going from being a dull person and a very uh, person who is very much in ruts, a very colorless person, into becoming very sensitive and very sensual. Let me give you a story of one of my uh, fellow Ascended Masters. His name is – he was sitting here before I had him move uh, – his name is Lord Venter. He was uh, British in his last lifetime, but Lord Venter. He's sitting in my chair. It's like, Lord, good Lord, get out of my chair. This is for me. Go sit in Linda's chair. Lord Venter is an Ascended Master. Uh, like I said, he was English in his past life. Huh? Uh, he, we, call him, we call him the Seven of Spades up at the Ascended Masters Club, the Seven of Spades. It took him seven lifetimes of real agony and suffering before he ever got his enlightenment. And I mean, he was so close. He was so close to his enlightenment, but each time it didn't work. He died before the enlightenment. I bring this up because some of you are so close, and a few of you are crossing over. and, and it's after you really you're going to come back again and do this in the year 2042 and try it again? No, 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 no. So Lord Venter was so close seven times, almost there, like he could have tasted it, he could have touched it. It was like, it was like if this was enlightenment, the doorway to enlightenment, he was like right here, and then it didn't work. His system got blown out each time, his body and his mind. He was becoming very, very sensitive. He got very sensitive to English food. That's easy. <laughs> and, and almost stopped eating. <laughs> I've never figured it out. It's so close to France, so close, but yet so far. He got very sensitive to the, 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 the pollution, a lot of pollution back in his days when they used to burn coal all the time and people wonder why they had lung problems. <coughs> it's like, because you're burning coal and breathing it. He got very sensitive to animals, and he had a lot of horses. He got overly sensitive to horses. Killed them one time, just 
the horse sensitivity killed him. Yeah, yeah. Seven times he was so close to enlightenment, but each time he got into sensitivity overwhelm, and he tried to resolve it by doing the things that humans try to do, that you try to do. He tried to overcome it with uh, certain herbal remedies. He tried to overcome it through hypnosis. That was a joke. He tried to overcome it through seances, witchcraft, and everything else. Rather than just understanding that he was going from very linear, local, boring into sensitivity. Finally, he got it. Finally, he, I guess he kind of, well, he got to the point he didn't have any, really any other options. He's on his seventh attempt now into enlightenment. I mean, he worked hard. He worked really hard at it. He was on his seventh attempt, and he really didn't have anything left. And he knew he was dying. He was, he was coughing. He was sneezing. He couldn't eat that god-awful food anymore. He didn't like people, so he wouldn't let them around. I think he uh, had to get up and go to the bathroom all night long, and all these other things <laughs> that he had going on. And he finally just had to let go. He had to stop trying so hard. And when he did, he was overwhelmed in a way with sensitivity. But instead of just would you call the, the hard side of sensitivity, he also opened up the sensual side, the side that could find sensuality even in English food, the part that could hear the beauty in any kind of noise. He opened that other side. And in that, there was a rush of true sensuality, uh, kind of almost a balance for everything else. And it opened up some of his other senses, and he stopped struggling. And he suddenly saw, felt, and experienced the beauty of all these things. Suddenly realized, oh, this is part of enlightenment. You go from being dull and unaware and closed down into sensitivity and sensuality. Yeah, it, it, it is irritating when you have body rashes. It's irritating with coughs. It's irritating with dry mouth syndrome and everything else. These are all irritating, and it's all part of your, your coming into mastery. There are no mistakes in it. There, there is no, there's nothing you're doing wrong. There's no wrong turns. If there, if there was anything I'd recommend against is stop worrying about it. And that's going to be hard for you. You like, a lot of you, a lot of you, like worrying. Stop worrying about it. And stop taking all this stuff to, to, to try to overcome it. And stop running out to witches and warlocks for all sorts of weird remedies. Just be sensitive. I'm not saying never take a cauldron and Linda. Simultaneously, I can't take an aspirin you know, or an allergy pill. Don't overdo it. Don't. Don't desensitize yourself. You're going to have a few uncomfortable days, years, but it doesn't really matter. (laughs) You're opening up your sensuality. Lord Venter finally got it. He finally just allowed it. And in that, experienced such exquisite feeling, exquisite energy, 
exquisite sensuality, and he realized, oh my God, he had been an old prune for a lot of lifetimes. He had been working too hard on something called enlightenment, a thing you cannot work at. You can only allow, period. So I see so many of you, I hear so many of you, you're itching, you're coughing, you're scratching, you're burping, you're farting, you're doing all oh. these other things and stuff going on with your body, and that's okay right now. You, you, you can't stand being around other people, but you can't stand being alone, which is worse, being by yourself, being with other people. Uh, so you, you, can't, you can't sleep at night. The, David, this uh, sleep sensitivity thing you have is a blessing, not a curse. A and it, yeah, get up and go to the bathroom too at the same time, but when you break the old habits of sleeping eight hours, and you're able to sleep a little bit, get up a little bit, sleep a little bit, you're breaking old rhythms. It's a blessing to get up. It is to get up at two in the morning or four in the morning or two and four and six. And so what? What does it matter in enlightenment? So what does it matter? You're cursing the humanness and the human uh, condition, of course, and it's becoming more intense right now. But what is also with it is a blessing. And these aren't just words, because I know that so many of you have been having real sensual feeling experiences lately. A little here, a little there. A little like feeling again, opening again, but then you shut down. You're afraid of it. That's all right. It's going to open up no matter what. I'm taking a little bit different direction in this shout because I want you to understand you are becoming more sensitive and more sensual. That's okay. It's a little uncomfortable, but it's okay. Now, I'd like to do something. I'd like to do Mirab, but I'd like to do it a little bit different. And I want you to listen very carefully, and then no talking after that until everything is ready. <laughs> I have to go talk to Calder a minute. <coughs> okay, we talked. Okay. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to turn up, number one, turn up the audience lights. And everybody, you at home, feel into this. What's going on here? And the stage lights. Good. Get all these lights up. Isn't that intense? Oh, turn those lights down. No, we need it. Number two. In just a moment, I'm going to have you put all of your chairs in a circle. No talking. Not a word. Not a word. Any extra chairs, put, stack them up, put them against the wall, put them over there. Just enough chairs for the number of people in the circle. Not yet. Not yet. And all without talking. And I need to be able to walk around the back side of the circle and an opening right here to walk into the circle. So only those chairs, uh, production staff, please do not participate in this. Stay camera ready, though. I need you to all be very aware. We're going to be primarily using camera two, three, and four on this to be very aware. So now, without a single word, and I'm, we're going to time this. Who's going to be our timer? Okay, we're going to time this. Do you have a watch? Duh. Duh. Okay. You got a duh brand watch. You look at it. Duh. Uh, <laughs> It's like a Timex. Duh. 
Okay, on the count of three, no talking, and we're going to time it chairs in a circle. In crash, you'll want to be taking pictures inside and outside the circle. I hear voices, and it's not mine. Place to get through for me in the middle, right there where you put your chair. I need to walk through. How are we doing on time, Linda? I don't, but where are we? Edith? No cell phones, no mouths. How much time has passed since we've been doing this? One minute. No. Two minutes. No. You didn't time it. You didn't say when to start. We're almost there. Almost there. Stack some of these chairs over here. Give me room to walk around. Good, 148 seconds. Not bad. Not bad. Good. Now you, now you can relax. Good. A couple of things to observe. First of all, we're doing something different. You're used to sitting in the same chairs the same way all the time. We did something different. Wasn't that bad, was it? You could talk now. <laughs> you could laugh. Yeah, yes. Not that bad. Okay. That's the first thing. Life changes when you're going into enlightenment. Don't expect the same old chairs, the same old rows all the time. Number two, if you had been talking, I really want you to feel into this. If you had been talking while we were trying to do this, we would have about another five minutes to go. When you talk a lot, you are really in distraction. Your mouth is going, your brain is going. Then some of you would have been telling others what to do, and some of you would have sat and socialized for a little bit. Some of you would have gone to pee and done all these other things. It's amazing what can happen, particularly with the creative process, which this is, when that human mouth isn't going. That is such, <laughs> that is such an important point. If you want to get something done in your life, a project, uh, moving to another level in your enlightenment, shut up and allow. That's it. You start talking. Talking and thinking are kind of simultaneous. They're, they're very similar. You start talking. You start thinking. And suddenly you've mucked up an otherwise very smooth process. This was smooth. Be, when you consider it, we've never done it before. Did it one time on a boat in Egypt. That was tough, but, but it worked. 
when you stop the talking and all the thinking and just allow, there's a flow that takes place and suddenly look what happens. Not what I call a perfect circle, but pretty good. It's like an egg. I'm in the middle of an egg here, big egg shape. So it's very, very important. Changes the energy in the room, doesn't it? Changes it a lot. And it actually brings in more sensuality. More, more, more senses start opening up. Some of you think we're going to break into singing Kumbaya in just a moment. We're not. <laughs> it's not about that. I just wanted to do something different for this Mirab. All of you watching in online, where are you? Online. Oh, all of you watching in online, bring yourselves in now. Shh. Stop talking. Bring yourselves in to the circle, into what we're doing and experiencing here. No, just you're thinking about it. You just do it. I am here. Remember? I am here. Then you're here. Okay, good. Now, we put on a little light Mirabi music. And we take a deep breath. This is fun. This is like kind of going camping. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't like, I mean, I like this because it says St. Germain. I like this, but I don't like all this stuff here. So we'll move that. Oh, just take a deep breath and feel into the, feel into the beauty of the music and of this day. Take a good deep breath. We'll keep the lights up. You guys are having fun back there. You've never done this. Yeah? Yeah. But isn't it fun? It's creative. If we'd have told you about it beforehand, you'd be worried. Well, how do we get this and how do we do that? But you're just in the moment. There's a flow to it. There's kind of a sensuality to it. So take a good deep breath. Let's begin. This is the mirab of letting go of a lot of wounds. I know we've done wound, 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 but there's still some wounds. But we're going to do it now a little different. Instead of fighting them and trying to figure it out, we're just going to do it centrally. Just let them go. And the more important part in this mirab, letting those wounds go, but embracing the wisdom. You see, in every experience you've ever had, no matter how difficult, no matter if it caused pain and death, there is wisdom. And that's what the soul loves. It loves the wisdom. It doesn't care about the rest of the stuff. It really doesn't. It doesn't care about all the hardships, all the stories. It loves the wisdom. You could almost transpose the word wisdom and sensuality. They are so close. Wisdom. It's that essence of what the soul brings out of anything that's ever happened to it, ever experienced through you. Wisdom. And it doesn't mean smart. It means well, it's the essence, sensuality. Instead of fighting 
your wounds instead of trying to heal your wounds now just let them go and then embrace the wisdom the feeling before we go any further with this, I want to remind everybody that all of this stuff that we talk about, sensuality, wisdom, any of this, enlightenment, there is no work involved in it. If you're working at it, it's not happening no work involved in this. If you're trying, if you're struggling, if you're battling within yourself, if you're scheming, if you're conniving with yourself, if you're worried, if you're itching, and if you're all the rest of this stuff, you're working at it. Realization, which is really coming to your senses, is allowing it. There's no scheming in your brain of how to do it right, how to breathe right, how to sit right, how to eat right, how to any of that. There is none. And that's where so many who have been on the path go wrong. Well, not wrong, but they get so distracted in their macchio, like they got to do it. Whatever wound is there, Whatever pain or hardship, whatever loathing about yourself, just release it. Without effort, if you're working at it, you're not allowing. Let it go. It wants to go. And then embrace the wisdom. Let's have the music up a little bit, and you're all here now from those of you watching and you're here too I want you to feel what comes next music up please take a good deep breath no more working at it either take a good deep breath much wisdom so much wisdom to behold yeah I can feel the pain I guess you could say I've been there so I understand it but now you just let it go no working at it No forcing it, no, no running from it either, no running from it. You, you are truly ready to receive that wisdom, okay? Breathe it in. Okay. No more shutting down.
allow it. Wisdom, wisdom and sensuality, almost the same word. There's no, there's no hidden answer somewhere. Nothing that's eluding you. so tough. Stop working at it. Oof. All of you. Take a good deep breath. Just relax into it. the tough stuff uh, when you get to the other side of it you feel into what's really going on you realize so much wisdom to behold so much this is where we just release all those wounds they they don't serve anymore they really don't they just needed a good occasion a good shout morab like this to let them go don't work at it. I can feel you working at it. Just let it go. And you realize I'm not doing any of any of this. I'm just standing here. Like I told you before, with you every step of the way. I'm not doing anything. I'm just letting you know that you're okay. You already know that, don't you? Go harvest that wisdom. Let all that other stuff go. Just bring in the wisdom. Just reminding you what you already know. There's nothing like actually touching a human, being this close to a human total compassion, honor, love. Just release all that pain. Breathe in the wisdom. Right, no more pain. playing the role of the master, master that's within you. I love this role because I can feel so deep into each and every one of you. You're a little bit like that Lord Venter. <laughs> so close, my friend. so tight, just take a good deep breath. Bring in that wisdom. Just allowing. This looks kind of new agey, doesn't it?
but it's very sensual. Good deep breath. Get ready for some shakes in your life coming up pretty soon. Just allow them, would you? Just allow them. Don't window dress them. Just allow them. master in, in you is asking, can you just trust? I think I'm having more fun than I've had in a long time with all of you. And for all of you watching in online, and I'm going around, I'm also touching each and every one of you. time to just release the wounds. Don't work at it, though. You're working at it. That's going to stay there. You just release it. And you quickly breathe in the wisdom. You breathe it in. There you go. He's not holding on, you see. This fellow is allowing that wisdom in. wisdom to the forefront. Don't need to hold it down, just bring it to the forefront. Some of you, it's so clear, the wisdom, like this grand man here, so much wisdom, but he's almost afraid to bring it out, just doesn't think it's quite right. I'll bring it out. the wounds. Stuck energy is what it is. Just take a deep breath and let's go beyond that. And you let that wisdom come up. You stop trying to heal yourself or fix yourself. You just let that wisdom come through. It's word, wisdom, and sensual, creative, almost all the same. Hmm. One of these days, we'll do this again, not, not at a show, but it, we'll do, whoever wants to come here and do it, and I'd love for each of you to get a chance just to touch and to feel and to hold the greatest of beings.
so much sensitivity and causes rashes on your body. And now we're just letting that pass through, not working at it. We're just letting it pass through. What comes in its place is wisdom. And a lot of grace. Mm. Really trusting yourself. That's... Um, beautiful, but it's a tough one. You might ask, what's there to trust sometimes, but well, like Lord Venter, you just sooner or later don't have any other options. And you just trust. You stop working at it. You stop trying to figure it out. You just, you just allow This is a different shout, isn't it? <laughs> a deep breath, a deep breath. <sighs> so much ready to come through, my good man, so much ready. Some old stuff buried there, you just take a deep breath. You don't even have to know what it is. You just realize it's time, it's time to move beyond. Here's one who is so ready, <laughs> so ready to let go of a lot of, a lot of stuff. But she actually didn't think she knew how to get rid of it. She thought it was like permanently attached to her, like garbage can full with junk and duct taped all around her. Well, you just take off the duct tape and leave the trash can behind. Okay? That's all. Real simple. I'll make a master story out of that someday. Okay. He wants to punch me. No, he really does. I mean, he really does. Yeah. Yeah. But he knows that I know Kung Fu. And I'm behind him. Actually, he's funny. He doesn't try, he doesn't work that hard at it. He just doesn't believe it's possible. Which is worse? Working hard at it or just not believing in it? Which one would you rather have? Neither. Okay? Whatever you believe in is the reality that you create. Whatever you allow into your life, without all those shields and barriers and everything else that you've set up, kind of like your hurt prevention, whatever you allow is what becomes. That's simple. Not for other people, but for you. Stop the macchio. Start feeling again, my friend. Ah, 
start feeling again. That's the wisdom, okay? We buds? Good. Good. Oh, an angel. Mm. This is going to be really boring for the uh, showered uh, preview for next time. Or maybe not. Take a good deep breath. You are so close. Lord Venter takes a special interest in you. You better watch it. He's um, <coughs> English. <laughs> just let it go, okay? That's it. You don't work at it. You just let it go, okay? Good. And I have to ask, can you feel my touch? I mean, not just a physical touch, but... Uh, Bring that into your body. It's sensual. It's not just the hands on your shoulders, but it's you and I kind of melding together, dancing, feeling. resistance, okay? Just allow. Notice there's no there's no agenda in the touch. Okay? Good deep breath. Hmm. Ah, such beauty in your eyes. But some pain too. Okay? Let that go. Okay, it's all about the wisdom now. It's all about being sensual. Okay. No more hard work, no more trying. For everybody watching in, everybody, you're here part of this, I'm not just going around from one human to the other, I'm with all of you. I'm not doing it, I'm just saying, my dear, not a lot of pain there, not a lot of problem. What would it like to be, what would it like to be one of the first into their realization, into their senses. A little intimidating, perhaps. But I do feel you're ready. Breathe it in. there wasn't a word said we didn't have to thank you we didn't have to it was all right there okay 
ooh, feel like like right in the upper chest. You're just holding, holding a few things in. And you spit them out. And then when you laugh, that brings up so much wisdom. sensuality coming in right now just flowing in you can almost see it when you look at her no fear of it just wondering where it's been Good. look at all of those Adamas awards on her name badge oh my gosh she either spent a lot of money or she's really good no work, no work, no more, okay? Take a deep breath. Bring it to wisdom. Embrace that wisdom of every experience you've ever had. She was holding on to some stuff. We had to let it out like a bug on your back. one who not really holding on to a lot not a lot of old issues thank goodness but she's just waiting for permission to be sensual to be enlightened not going to come for me though you got to do it for yourself okay let's take a deep breath together couple of points for today. Expect things to be different. Don't expect to always be sitting in the same chairs, in the same row, in the same way. When a circle comes to you, embrace it. Do it quietly, without a lot of thinking, without a lot of planning, worrying. Just do it. Creating this today took under three minutes. It was easy. Let it come to you. Shut up when you do. Stop the human intervention into the process of enlightenment. Yes, it'll be different. Yes, you might have to do your thing back here very different. Wasn't that bad, though? Yeah, it might be a little awkward. We're sitting in a circle. I'm coming around touching everybody. The Spirit, enlightenment, comes to you in ways that you probably didn't expect been trying to do it the same way over and over for a long time and expecting the result of enlightenment and it comes around it's going to come around in a very different way and third probably my biggest point today you cannot work your way into enlightenment you cannot fight your old battles and your old demons and work hard at it and Suffer it and plot it and plan it as you've been doing. 
You simply allow it. You simply allow it. Once in a while, a distraction will come by, whether it's me standing behind you. Beautiful distraction. I wasn't doing a thing. I wasn't healing. I don't want to. I wasn't pushing energy on you. I wasn't doing anything. I was distracting you long enough for you to feel yourself. Whatever you felt, whether you were here or watching in, whatever you felt was not me. It was you. Let's take a good deep breath together. Thank you, my dear friends, for allowing me to be here with you in this beautiful, sensual, and wise moment. Let's take a good deep breath and remember that all is well in all of creation, especially yours. Thank you. I am Adamus in the circle. Thank you. So with that, I invite each of us to stay with a good deep breath. Whether you're here in the audience or if you're watching online, take a moment, a moment more, to breathe in deeply and allow yourself to really integrate with this experience. Each of us invited to realize that this was our own experience. Take the good deep breath and flow with that be with that. It's a gift we give ourselves. Take the good deep breath and breathe. Damas is here every step of the way. We want to thank him for this incredible presentation. I want to thank all of you listening in, all of you watching, all of our studio audience here, as well as our technical team. And I want to take a special moment to ask each of us to send some love and blessings to dear John Kaderka, our technical, our technical director who has been with us. This is the first show that he has not been here working with the broadcast and recording. I, I can't even remember how many years, maybe 17 years, maybe more. So he had back surgery and he's in recovery. So send him some love and blessings. Thank you all. We'll be back here the first Saturday in May. I think that's about the 5th or the 6th. But whatever. It doesn't matter. Take the good deep breath and be here for you. Thank you all. Thank you. And thank you, Jeffrey Hoppy, for being brave and channeling Adama Saint-Germain. Thank you all. Today's webcast has been brought to you by Jeffrey Chaucer, creator of April Fool's Day. <laughs> Bringing out the inner fool in each and every one of us since 1392. Thanks, Jeffrey.
Clap. 